Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we are doing over at BucksNation.com and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JayArko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. We'd like to welcome in all of our new and returning listeners. If you're new to the show, please subscribe, leave a review, and it does help other Buccaneers fans find us. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Yeah, on today's show here at the Locked On Bucks podcast, James, really not anything worth talking about other than we now know when all 17 games will be played by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the 2021 season. Of course, early on Wednesday, uh, news breaking and being confirmed by multiple people, including the team themselves, the Dallas Cowboys traveling to Raymond James Stadium on September 9th to open up the season on Thursday night football. So obviously that's going to be a big time matchup. That game kicking off at 8.20 p.m. We're going to talk a little bit more about that one specifically here in just a little bit. If you caught the Locked On Now video that we did uh, on social media, you probably already know a little bit of where that conversation is going to go. But then, James, we move on. Week two, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will host division rival of the Atlanta Falcons. Week three, they're going to go scout out SoFi for their next Super Bowl championship as they face the Los Angeles Rams in L.A. Week four, they will travel to Foxborough over Sunday night football and a matchup against the New England Patriots that everybody is going to want to get their eyes on week five. They host the Miami Dolphins there in Tampa. Week six in Philadelphia on Thursday night football. Their third primetime game in the first six weeks of the season. Week seven, they'll host the Chicago Bears and quarterback Justin Fields. Week eight, travel to the New Orleans Saints to face perhaps Jameis Winston, maybe Taysom Hill, maybe uh, Ian Book. I don't know by then. Uh, and the New Orleans Saints before they go into their bye in week nine, followed by a trip to the nation's capital in week 10 to face the Washington football team week 11 at home against the New York Giants for Monday night football and then week 12 on the road in Indianapolis face the Colts another road trip the next week in 13 to face the Atlanta Falcons before coming home December 12th to host the Buffalo Bills week 15 another primetime game hosting the New Orleans Saints this time week 16 December 26th at the Carolina Panthers week 17 which should be the end of the season in New York MetLife Stadium playing against the Jets but We have week 18 now. They come back home for one more game, hosting the Carolina Panthers. A lot of games jump off of this schedule. It it is, you know, exciting. I I do like some of how this is laid out, especially where the bye week falls, you know, right smack dab in the middle of the season. But, David, let's talk about the biggest or the most exciting game for us of this schedule. And just to be fair, I know you mentioned it on the uh, Locked On live show reacting to the schedule, but the low-hanging fruit, most exciting, biggest game, that's the, the game against the New England Patriots on Sunday Night Football. So neither one of us are allowed to pick that game. So with that in mind, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams in week three, the week before the Patriots game. I don't know if Tom Brady buys into trap games, but that certainly could fall into that category. Heading out to Los Angeles, they have a new quarterback. They have an incredibly intelligent head coach. They got Deshaun Jackson out there now, who, of course, was a former Buccaneer. And uh, as you pointed out, they could scope out the site of their next Super Bowl victory. Absolutely. And if all, all goes well and everything goes to plan, that stadium will be packed uh, for that matchup as well. So that'll be a lot of fun to hopefully see take place 
Uh, and if we get the opportunity to be there, you can just bet I will be on the West Coast for that game. Uh, I will not miss that at all. And then, uh, and yeah, and that's right smack dab in that middle of that, that stretch run. I mean, again, one of our Locked On Now videos that if our listeners saw on social media there, you you identified that stretch. Week three, four, five, and six, you know, three road games, uh, two against, you know, the Rams and Patriots, and then the, you got the Eagles at the end there, plus two primetime games on the road as well. So definitely a very rough schedule uh, for them there. I'm going to go all the way to week 14 for my most exciting matchup. And that is the home game December 12th against the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are going to love it because it's December and they get to go to Florida. I mean, what upstate New York person would not want to go to Florida in the middle of December and get paid to do so and potentially up your own stock and your own uh, and your own excitement around your own team at the same time? I mean, week 14, everybody's going to be getting primed for a little bit of a late playoff push. There's still about four games left, so not quite in playoff mode. But if the Buffalo Bills are one of those competing teams and the Buccaneers are competing like we expect them to, and the Bills can come to Raymond James Stadium and knock off the Buccaneers, that's going to send their stock sky high. So they're definitely going to be looking to come in and make a statement. Plus, I got a lot of friends that are Bills fans. I retired from the Army from upstate New York, so I was surrounded by it. I've been to uh, the Buffalo Bills home games before. They know how to play home games. Those those fans know how uh, to celebrate a football team. So really looking forward to seeing the Buccaneers and the Bills take place or face off anyway, no matter what. But because the Bills are legitimate contenders, in the AFC, it just makes it that much better for me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm real excited about that one. I think that's going to be a great game. And you know, my most exciting game is is the home of the Super Bowl. And your most exciting game is who the Bucks will face in said Super Bowl. Absolutely. And if fans are not excited enough about the schedule and about those slated games, we got something else for them to get excited about, and that is the opportunity to maintain, repair your car, save some money. So you can spend that money on tickets to Buccaneers games or beverages at Buccaneers games or food at Buccaneers games, whatever you need for Buccaneers games. You can save 30, 50 or 100. Well, you can't save 100% more, but you can save 30 or 50% more by going to our friends at rockauto.com. Because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models of vehicles, it's impossible for your local chain store to stock all the parts you might ever want or need instead they're going to stock what their produce what their providers give them and they're going to sell you what they have in their warehouse so if you go to rockauto.com you'll be dealing with a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com and shop for auto body parts from hundreds of manufacturers everything from engine control modules to brake parts tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle your vehicle and choose the brands specifications and prices you prefer go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com back now here for segment two schedule release reaction episode here of the locked on bucks podcast david harrison and james jarko coming at you and james we're going to talk about the very first game on this schedule that's the biggest one that everybody wants to talk about right now because it's the first one a lot of speculation coming into the week into what it was going to be i predicted the home game against the bills you predicted the saints we got the dallas cowboys uh again if people saw our locked on now about it they already know i'm not the biggest fan of that selection i'm going to get into a little bit of why here in just a second but first we're going to share with you a reaction of other media members more established fair enough media members from Good Morning Football as they react to the news that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would open their Super Bowl defense campaign against the Dallas Cowboys. 
Now let's talk about the first game uh, on the slate, if we could, guys. Dak's comeback tour begins against the defending champion Buccaneers. I love it. Dak is back. He's well-paid. He's healthy. Do we like that as the NFL kickoff game? I think you picked this one. I adore it. Yeah. I absolutely. You know what's fun about this? So it's a Thursday nighter, Dallas at Tampa Bay. When we start our show Friday morning, the next day, the first highlight of the season that we will run is Cowboys versus Bucks. This is Awesome. We haven't seen the Cowboys, I feel like, in a year. In a lot of ways, they were irrelevant last year. What's Dak got? What's Zeke got? Mm. What's CeeDee Lamb got? Mm. What's this young Micah Parsons got? Because there's another middle linebacker on the other side named Devin White, who is sort of him embodied in a pewter helmet. Brady is 57 years old, defending it against the young buck. This, you can't go wrong, and immediately, the Cowboys are incredibly relevant. Because if they lose this game, it's, oh, no, the Cowboys are very good. If the Cowboys win this game, in Tampa, the site of the Super Bowl, they beat Brady. Then we're like, oh my gosh, let's let's start the clock right now for the Cowboys Super Bowl. If they win, they flip the table. I love this matchup. We went around the table with which would we prefer it to be, and we all had some compelling ones. I think they nailed this one. Yeah. Put up or shut up for Dak Prescott, right? Got right away. Contract, $140 million contract, and who's coming at him? Shaq Barrett, Devin Wood, JPP, JPP and Dominican Sue in that entire defensive backfield. You know, it's going to be Brady versus Dak, but I am fascinated to see how this Tampa Bay defense comes out of the gates because everybody's back, mm -hmm. everybody's ready to play, mm -hmm. and they're not done yet. I, I love this matchup. I think, obviously, the Cowboys have the star in their helmet, and they're the glamour team, but I think Tampa Bay is going to be a big favorite in this one, and yeah. I think that defense is going to feast and may be looking to feast on Dak Prescott yeah. and that Cowboys offense. Yeah, what's intriguing to me is that Dallas Cowboys defense, that was the storyline last year. Even before Dak Prescott got hurt, he's putting up these crazy numbers and we're praising Dak Prescott, but we're like, what's going on with this defense? Historically bad D, even though they have a ton of talent at every level, now they made some adjustments, added some pieces. Yeah. But what happens if they go out there and shut down Tampa? Mm -hmm. What happens if this defense becomes a strength, a strength of this Dallas Cowboys team? Now, on the flip side, what if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lights this defense up? Then here we are sitting back again saying, mm -hmm. uh-oh. Here we go again. Here we go again. Mm -hmm. Dak Prescott is going to have to carry the load, mm -hmm. try I to mean. be a hero week in and week out. Mm -hmm. The storylines with this game, absolutely fantastic. And, Kyle, you said it. If they win, Look out. it's crazy. Here we go. The hype chain is real. Okay. I even might bring out, bring out my old school starter jacket with okay. a star on it. But if they lose, guess what? We still will be talking about them because mm -hmm. everybody loves Cowboys if conversation. If you're Dak, do you love this going up against that? Defense that front. I don't know if yeah, I love I this mean, look, Oof. there's no rollout games in this league. Screw Thanks. it. Let's go win and let's beat the champs. First That's came back from is. injury. Take on this ridiculous pass Tough. rush. And Tom yeah. Brady, week one. Ooh, hopefully the offenses the best. both can bring it. All right. You get All right, James. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl champions. Tom Brady's your quarterback. Your defense just held the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, to nine points. And the subject of conversation, because the Dallas Cowboys are your week one opponent, is what? Well, let's let's break it down here a little bit. And good morning football guys aren't the only guys doing this, okay? So I, so I know that's the audio that we just shared, but I want to make it clear that this is one of the reasons I don't like this matchup. Because when you have the first game of the season, the NFL season, the league that has the most parity of every professional sports league in this country... If you're that league, you should do everything in you can that you can to make the storyline, the game, the matchup, the Super Bowl champs coming in against the contender that's trying to dethrone them, whether that's another NFC team, whether that's a divisional rival, which I know they haven't done a lot of division. I think Greg Almond tweeted they haven't really done a whole lot of division rivals through the history of this whole week one opening game situation with the Super Bowl champ uh, being the opening team. Got it. But you had a chance here. We talked about this. You had a chance here 
with the Buffalo Bills. And, and yes, I picked the Buffalo Bills as my preferred opening game, but there's reasons for it. And the reasons for it were exactly the opposite of what we're getting now. The re- if, if the Buffalo Bills are opening the season in Tampa, in Raymond James Stadium against the Buccaneers, while the Buccaneers get their Super Bowl rings, the conversation is the matchup. It's AFC Championship team that went to the AFC Championship, right? Competitor looking to get over the hump, trying to dethrone the Buccaneers who just got over the hump themselves, won the Super Bowl, dethroned Patrick Mahomes, and the dynasty that was supposed to be the Kansas City Chiefs in the making. That's the storyline. What's the storyline here with this game? Well, let's just break down that video because that's exactly why I, we're doing this. On the Cowboys side of things, they talked about Dak's return, the Cowboys being irrelevant for a year, Zeke, Parsons, Amari Cooper, the Cowboys storyline, whether they win or lose, both sides of the coin, whether it's about about the put up or shut up season for Dak Prescott after getting paid. The Cowboys logo, okay, was part of this conversation. The Cowboys defense, whether they're gonna be good or bad actually, wearing Cowboys gear. Nate Burleson, I love Nate Burleson, literally talked about pulling the Cowboys starter jacket out of his closet and then does Dak Prescott like the matchup? Does Dak Prescott like going to Tampa Bay to face Super Bowl winners? The Buccaneers side of things? Well, let's see. They mentioned the Buccaneers defense only about getting after Dak Prescott. That's why they got mentioned. Brady versus Dak, which, yeah, we got that. That the Buccaneers were going to be favored. That was mentioned. They asked about the Bucs lighting up the Cowboys, but really that was in a way to bring up about the Cowboys defense again, right? So you kind of mentioned the Buccaneers lighting them up, but really the conversation circled right back around to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, and then there was the joke about Tom Brady being 57 years old. He's old. That's the narrative, James, of the week one matchup when the defending Super Bowl champions who just made history by being the first team to play a game, play a Super Bowl in their home stadium and won it, Tom Brady just broke his own record for Super Bowl champions and added another one to it. Rob Gronkowski spent a year out of football, came back in, and turned into one of the greatest weapons that we've seen you know, in that season and the best shape of, of Rob Gronkowski. Mike Evans didn't get a mention. Chris Godwin didn't get a mention. Antonio Brown didn't get a mention. Who did? Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper got a mention. Lombardi Lenny didn't get a mention. Zeke got a mention. Shaq got mentioned, Devin White got mentioned, got it. But when you talk about defense, they talked about the defense of the Dallas Cowboys being good. They talked about them being bad. They talked about them, again, coming back to the being good or the being bad. Like This conversation in this game is about the Dallas Cowboys. That is why I don't like this matchup. Because the NFL had an opportunity to say, look how competitive our league is. There are no super teams here. We have the best competition. They have the chance to showcase the amount of parity in this league. And they chose to lift up a logo, gear, and a soap opera that is the Dallas Cowboys coming into 2021. It's all drama. None of this is about competition. None of this is about X's and O's. None of this is about the game being celebrated to kick off another season. It's drama. All of it. Let me tell you something. Every single one of those storylines that they mentioned because the, the Cowboys are going up against the Buccaneers exists no matter who they're playing. 
You want those storylines, you send Dallas to Washington or you have them host Washington. Have them go up against the New York Giants. What happens if Daniel Jones opens up the season in Dallas and knocks Dak Prescott off his pedestal? You get every one of those storylines. But this is the matchup. You put the Buccaneers against this Dallas Cowboys, and this is what this does to this matchup. It makes it less about showcasing the best of what you have, and it turns it into a soap opera. And I'm disappointed in the National Football League. The conversation is about the Dallas Cowboys, their drama between their quarterback. Is he overpaid or not? Is Amari Cooper going to finally show up? Is the Dallas defense actually improved? This is not what an opening game should be for a professional sports league. You can get drama all throughout the year. Your first game, opening night, should be about the game and competition. Wow. I um, Look, I was not a fan of this game for the simple fact that it was the Cowboys. You could have had the Bucks and Cowboys in week 11. You could have had them in week 13. You could have had them in week five, any of them, and it would have been on prime time. Why wouldn't you use this opportunity to showcase the Bucks and the Bills? Or, you know, you could have done Bucks and Saints. I realize it's a divisional game. We see it all the time. You knew this was going to be a prime time game no matter what. I got it. But at the same time, Everything that you just played for me, everything that you just said, not a single piece of it surprises me. Why? Because it's the Dallas Cowboys. You know who has more conference championships in the last 25 years than the Cowboys? Literally every single NFC team that has gone to the Super Bowl in the last 25 years. The Cowboys have been irrelevant for the last 20 plus years. They haven't won a Super Bowl since I was eight years old. And I'm going to get into more about my issues with the schedule in segment three, because I really didn't get to talk much in this one. And you're right. This is, it's, it's going to be all about the Cowboys because it's always about the Cowboys. You turn on ESPN, they talk about the same five things. They talk about LeBron. They talk about the Cowboys. They talk about, now they get to talk about Tim Tebow again. Are we excited about that? It's always the same things over and over and over because like it or not, the Cowboys have a massive fan base that's spread all across the nation. And they looked at the Bucks' upcoming opponents and they said, we are going to crush the ratings by putting the Cowboys on this game and the return of Dak Prescott. Yeah, of course. And yeah, we, and we will have more to talk about this, uh, not just on this episode, probably in some future episodes as well. Uh, we're going to do so thanks to our friends over at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action Baseball season is in full swing. Basketball is going on. Hockey is hit is entering playoff season. UFC MMA is happening as well. Before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website using your computer or mobile device. Sign up today and re- receive a 50% welcome bonus 
on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on bet online your online sportsbook experts when you talk to a built bar fan they are definitely passionate about their favorites and they have some incredible flavors coconut coconut almond cherry raspberry mint brownie peanut butter brownie double chocolate salted caramel there are even limited edition seasonal flavors if you haven't tried all the flavors guess what you can get a mix box and you will get two of each of those flavors that i just listed and you can pick your own favorites they are great for the health conscious person in fact most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein 130 calories four grams of sugar four grams of net carbs go to billbar.com use promo code locked 15 and you'll receive 15 percent off your order use promo code locked 15 l-o-c-k-e-d number one number five for 15 percent off at billbar.com Wrapping things up here on a schedule release reaction edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And David, you know, overall, I don't hate this Buccaneers schedule. I really don't. They have that really rough stretch that I talked about in the Locked On Now video that, that's up on Twitter, where week three, they got to go to the Rams. Then week four, they're going to the Patriots on Sunday night. Week five, they're back home against the Dolphins. Week six, short week going back to Philadelphia to play on Thursday night football. That's a little bit of a rough stretch. Then they're they're doing the same thing that they did with the Falcons last year. You get the Panthers twice in the final three weeks of the season. Here's my biggest problem with the schedule. The Buccaneers got five primetime games, right? Three of those five are against the NFC East. And none of those three are against the team from the NFC East that the Bucs played in the playoffs last year. And it goes back to all the things you said about the Cowboys in segment two. I'm not going to rehash that. But why are the Eagles playing the Bucs in prime time? Why are the Giants playing the Bucs in prime time? You mean to tell me we couldn't get the Bucs and Colts in prime time? The Colts have one of the best young defenses in the NFL. We all know about the the Brady versus Colts rivalry that's gone on for the last 20 years. Gronk even called out the Colts in the little video that, that the Buccaneers released for the, the schedule announcement. You're telling me that wouldn't be a better matchup than the Eagles? And then let's talk about home games. Why are they facing the Giants at home on Monday Night Football? Why isn't that the Bills? Why aren't we getting this hot, young team with a up-and-coming quarterback in Josh Allen. You have one of the best receivers in the NFL in Stephon Diggs. No, for the second year in a row, we get the Giants on Monday night football. And this just goes to show that the NFL continues to cram the NFC East down the throats of every single person when nobody cares. This was the worst division in football last year and they are plastered on prime time like they are every single year i get that they have large fan bases i get that these are quote-unquote historic teams but the cowboys haven't done anything in almost three decades the eagles had one good year with a backup quarterback 
The Giants have been irrelevant since the last time they played the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Stop jamming the NFC East down our throats. There were better matchups that deserve to be on prime time that don't involve a second-year quarterback in Philadelphia that nobody knows what he's going to do, and Daniel Jones, who we know is not it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, no, nobody's, nobody's schedule is perfect, but this one has some pretty glaring flaws. Uh, that could have could have been easily easily avoided, I think, uh, for the NFL. So you know, and, and and it is what it is. At the end of the day, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to take the field against whoever they have to take the field against. They're going to put the best product on the field that they can, the way the way that they did last year, the way they've always tried to do, and they will continue uh, to try to do because no matter what happens, you know, this is a franchise that does care about trying to get things done the right way. So that is our initial reaction for this one. But uh, listen, I will say this for anybody who. who who maybe thinks that we're overreacting a little bit. Look, I tweeted earlier, get off my grass. So I got it. It's it's a little bit of a, it's like, why are we getting that hyped up or, or angry about it? I got it. Maybe people don't care as much or a little bit, but I just, I feel like the NFL really missed an opportunity here. But when you look at the Dallas Cowboys without Dak Prescott, because I've said this before, James, the Dallas Cowboys were one in four in the first quarter of the season, or one in three rather, sorry, in the first quarter of the season with Dak Prescott. They went one in three in the second quarter. They went one in three in the third quarter. And then they went three and one in the final quarter with Andy Dalton against four non-playoff opponents. So this isn't a good team in general. They have made some improvements. They do have Dak back. And that is important because the Dallas Cowboys offense averaged about 10 points less per game without Dak than they were when they had Dak. So I get the storyline. My point is that storyline exists no matter who you play him against, right? Again, not completely surprised, but that's kind of my final thoughts on this whole schedule rant as I finish my week here at the Lockdown Bucks podcast. Yeah, that's right, David. You have a much, much deserved day off on tomorrow's show, which means I need all of our listeners' help. Send us your schedule reactions to 813-444-5841 or email them in to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you check out everything that we are doing over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. And don't forget to get more of the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other, and only 119 days until the Bucks kick off the 2021 NFL season. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Thank you so much for joining us.